tournament number 32. My name is James Troopany. We're on night 16. Things are wrapping up nicely as people end their tournaments. Um, literally just finished watching the block matches. I've been watching other stuff for Troopany shows to come this week. Um, so I've just concentrated on the block matches today. I can tell you David Finley, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Jado and Tamatonga wrestled Bad Luck Farley Chase on his El Fantasma Juice Robinson. I'm taking a guess that Jado got pinned. Just a bit of a guess. Bad did Tito and Jonah wrestled Roy Isaacs and Dom Lawler. I'm going to take a guess that Roy Isaacs took the pin. Don't know. Didn't see it. There's no results out yet. Um, I mean, I guess I could look at njpw1972.com. They might have the results. They don't normally. It normally takes some hours to get them up there, but we'll have a look. Uh, who else was on that? Here we go. Uh, Suzuki Goon, Lance Archer, Takemichi Noku, and Zack Sabre Jr. went up against Los Egnorales, De Hapon, Bushi Sonada, and Tetsuya Nato. Obviously, big showdown tomorrow Tetsuya Nato and Zack Sabre Jr. Um, oh, results. We're on night 16, aren't we? So we're going to get. No, no, we haven't got the results yet, right? Okay, then, so we have to keep going with guesswork. Um, Chaos, Kiyoki Goto, Kazuchika Okada, and Tomori well, went up against Dictator Go Evil and Show of uh, House of Touch. I can't say whether they won or not because I ain't seen it. But let's get to the block matches, which I did watch. Kenta went up against Aaron Henry in a bit of a slobber knocker. A bit of heavy striking, obviously, between both of these guys, as it's what they do best. Lots of kicks. Um, interestingly, Kenta won it with game over. Big man. That's been the story of this tournament. The big men have got taken out by submission maneuvers when the smaller guy just couldn't get them down, um, which is a sensible story to tell. Um, Kenta being a bit more serious as he went after Henry. Henry's first tournament, he's got plenty of chances to come back, even though he's got through the tournament at 1-6. and six. At least he was in this tournament. He hasn't been in the past, which has been a bit of a signifier of where he was in the company. But he's respected enough to have a G1, and that's, that's the important thing. I doubt they'll run 28 again next year, but we'll see. That That's kind of like, it's helped get guys like him a lot more respect, and that's been really cool. Um, and he's, he's seen, he's had some long matches, he had the win over Tanahashi, all the things you kind of wanted for a guy to kind of grow. And for Kenta, it's kind of been a nice place for him to redefine himself, though he's not won fantastically well. He's had better matches than he's had in years. You know, he's... His New Japan run has not been as artistically satisfying as it could have been. And there's some really good matches in this tournament he's had. He's really kind of kicked it up a gear. The rest probably did him no end of good, even though, you know, he had a broken leg and a massive scar up his back, which didn't do him any good at all. Mm -hmm. Let's move on as I enjoy my coffee. Tariano versus Jeff Cobb was a bit of a mess, <laughs> as you can probably imagine. Uh, Jeff Cobb came out doing a Tariano impression, which was kind of funny. Um, but Yano had said on social media, don't look for me, and was hiding, and then snuck up on Cobb be from behind and tried to pin him with a roll. That didn't work. So they had a bit of a regular match, but it only ended when um, Cobb got Yano's t-shirt over his head and then landed to her of the islands as Yano couldn't see where he was going. And that was that. It was kind of short, really. I expected a bit more shenanigans. I'd have enjoyed it a bit more if it was a bit it was less short than this. But yes, it was alright for what it was. It's a Yano match and as long as you go in going unplug your brain have some fun then it's fine. Yujiro Takahashi versus Shingo Takagi was surprisingly good as Yujiro has been throughout this tournament surprisingly good. <laughs> well paced Costa was cheating because it's Bullet Club uh, Bullet Club House of Torture against Shingo Takagi that's what they do. 
Shing Jidro is the last man standing for House of Torture in the G1 Climax. They were doing everything they absolutely could for him to get him a win. And he's still not out the running. He's still got one match left. Even though Shingo Takagi beat him here today, um, Chris Charlton and Kevin Kelly's uh, Operation Chaos, having a seven-way tie in D block, is uh, still on, apparently. And they're, they're really looking forward to the possibility of that. David Finley would much rather just win it, which is fair enough. Um, but there you go. Um, but Shingo, Yujiro and Shingo had a bit of a barn burner, actually. Mainly because he's Shingo, because he could, again, he's just good at basing for people. He can make matches work with no one, with some people that just are terrible, because, well, not Yujiro's terrible, he's not awful. He's actually quite good. He's just slow. Um, but because Shingo's such a good at base, base person, then it just works. It was fine. Washi Hashi versus Billy Emotions Rate. Um, it's alright. <laughs> Great performance from Yoshi Hashi. It was a good performance from Will Ospreay. I don't understand why Will Ospreay and Shingo Takagi got five stars from David Meltzer. I think Dave's on drugs. But there you go. He'll give Will Ospreay a five star match if it was against the Brooklyn Brawler. Um, a lot of this was down to Yoshi Hashi's selling, though, and his fighting spirit. And they hammered one another. They hit each other so hard. And that's what makes great matches in the G1 just unrelenting power-based offense that just went back and forth and forearms and clotheslines and wasn't really as much of a wrestling match as they expected Will Ospreay match to be, which I guess was what made it more interesting. <laughs> so there you go. It was a fight. It wasn't a wrestling match, but it was good. Tai Chi versus Jay White was an intriguing affair as Jay White went full-on beast mode to try and knock out Tai Chi. And when that didn't work, Gelo uh, started picking on Mio Habe, which didn't really do him any much good. There was a lot of back and forth, but this was one of Tai Chi's redemption moments. Doing the maths, myself included, a lot of people predicted that Tai Chi had to win this match to make the Jay White match viable, but you're in the same situation as you were last year. If Jay goes undefeated to the last match, with Tama having only lost one match... And if Tama beats Jay, that means that Tama goes through, even which is the Akada Jeff Cobb story of last year. So they've already put it in your head that it could happen. Um, so it's a strong possibility. I kind of want to see Tama in the semi-final. I wouldn't mind seeing Tama in the final. It would push him to the moon, and that would be that would be really cool. I'd really enjoy it, especially if he gets Akada, because he would get Akada in A block, I think. And you already know he can beat Okada. So there's there's all sorts of things going on there. That could be a phenomenal night of wrestling. But we'll see. Um, and that kind of wraps it up for today. Jay White won. People started leaving as soon as they saw he won because they don't want to listen to another promo from Jay White. Um, which was funny. But that was kind of cool. He's that much of a white heat. People hate him that much. They just don't can't stand the sound of his voice. Anyway, you can find me at Sheriff Lone Star. You can find the show and the channel Troopany Show on Twitter. You can find us on Patreon, the Troopany Show, where you can keep us free forever for everyone. And you can find us on Facebook too. I'll be back tomorrow with more from today at G1 Climax 32. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.